My dear brothers and sisters, it's Pastor Melanie, and I love getting to connect with you in this way, spending time reflecting on what God has been doing in our ordinary lives. Writing helps me process what's going on in and around me. In putting my thoughts into words, I can pause to observe the seemingly hidden work of God and begin to notice what kind of fruit my life is producing. It's so easy to brush past much of the contents of our day, isn't it? Of what consequence is the time we take to wash dishes or have a conversation with the neighbor? Does it really matter how much sleep we're getting or what kinds of food we're eating or how we're spending our money? Will talking to the mail carrier or apologizing to a friend or mowing the lawn have any sort of lasting impact on the world? All of these supposedly small moments in life are opportunities to listen to God and allow the Spirit to produce good fruit in us. This practice of reflecting and resetting is one of my favorite spiritual disciplines. Two Sundays ago, I drove out to the DeSales Hermitage in Brooklyn, Michigan to spend 24 hours in solitude. I sat with my journal and my favorite pens, Uniball Vision Elite or Paper Mate Flair, thank you very much, <laughs> and invited Jesus to help me look back at my life over the last few months. I checked in with each part of my life. How is it with my soul? What has been occupying my mind? How does my physical body feel? How have I used my resources, my time and money and my abilities? What kinds of connections have I had with people in my life? How has my work been fulfilling what God has asked me to do? How have I spent time playing and delighting in life? After writing down my reflections about each of those areas, very stream of consciousness style, I asked Jesus, how would you like me to reset for the weeks to come? How could I tend to the physical needs of my body in a healthier way? What thoughts ought to be the focus of my mind? What relationships need loving attention? How can I spend time playing and laughing, delighting in the life you've given me? My personal rhythm of life is to spend time in this practice of reflecting and resetting once a week for about 30 minutes, once a month for about two hours, and once a quarter for 12 to 24 hours. In so doing, I am able to notice where the Spirit of God has been with me in each aspect of my life. Then I can respond to the Spirit's holy invitation to return more fully to God's presence in all things. This practice of regular reflecting and resetting acts as a sort of growth chart. Remember when you were a kid and at every doctor's visit they'd measure to see how much taller you'd grown since last time? Wasn't it always exciting to see that line a little higher up on the growth chart? And wasn't it weird that your body grew even though you had no conscious awareness of getting any taller? This spiritual practice of reflecting and resetting is like that children's growth chart. In observing my life with the loving help of Jesus, I am able to see how I've been growing and changing, to live more like he lived, to express my truest gifts rather than keeping them hidden, and to increase in kindness and love towards myself and the people around me. The growth is barely perceivable when I'm stuck in the routine of every day, but when I step back and observe my life, the changes are noteworthy. Reflecting and resetting allows me to see just how far I've come with Jesus' help 
and to express my gratitude for the beauty God is creating in and through me. Maybe you'd like to join me in this practice of reflecting and resetting. You could take time to pause this week and ask Jesus to help you observe the past few days or even the past month. Can you find evidence of God's work, God's presence in your life and in your home? What's your mind been thinking about? How is your body feeling? How is it with your soul? Ask Jesus what he thinks of you and how he would like you to reset for the week or the season to come. One of my favorite parts of being a pastor is observing your lives and noticing how God is changing you. I know, you're probably thinking, sure, Pastor Mel, you think I'm becoming more loving, but you don't know the whole story. You don't know what it's like at home or at work. And you're right, I don't. I'm not privy to every part of your life. When I stop to tell you how I notice you changing or who I think you're becoming with the help of Jesus, I'm not naive to think you've got it all together. I know none of us have got it all together. Maybe you snap at your kids when you're overtired and irritable. Guilty. Maybe you're going to bed too late or ignoring the need to go to the doctor. Maybe you're constantly arguing with your spouse. Maybe you keep thinking about reading your Bible, but you don't get around to it. I know, friends, I know. We don't have it all together. But I believe with my whole heart that each one of us desires to hear from God and to do what God says. Jesus wasn't kidding when he said, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. I think he's talking about eternal life and life right here and now. I don't think the point of being a Christian or going to church is to become a bunch of identical robots. I am convinced each one of us has a unique way of approaching life and the gifts you bring to the table are from God. The way you show up in life with your unique perspective and personality is exactly how God intends to bring his healing and wholeness to the world. Do you believe me? God doesn't want to squish you into a mold. God wants to help you become fully you, that you might experience life to the full and bring God's wholeness to the people around you. Would you join me in exploring your personality and perspective? This fall, I'm leading a growth group called The Road Back to You. It's a book by Ian Morgan Cron and Suzanne Stabile. This book introduces a spiritual formation tool called the Enneagram, which just means nine-sided figure. The Enneagram has helped me understand my way of seeing the world. It's given me more understanding of other people's way of seeing the world, and it's helped identify my personal sin struggles so I can stop and return to the way of Jesus quicker. I'd love for you to join me after church starting September 8th, or maybe pick up a copy of the book for you to read on your own. Here's to exploring ourselves in light and love of God. Grace and peace to you, my friends.